All right, everybody, welcome to another edition of Cave Talk. It is the ultimate hockey fan cave, the world's best hockey fan caves podcast, where we talk about anything hockey. Hockey is only the beginning. And today we are going to be talking about your guys' question. I'm going to answer all of your guys' questions that we posted to Instagram, kind of a Q&A. Uh, Instagram came out with this new kind of feature or tool that allows accounts to connect with their audience on Insta Story. So I post, posted a picture of a creation and asked you guys to ask us questions. I was totally shocked. I did not think we were gonna get as many as we did. I answered a few on the Insta story, but then I started to realize it's gonna be a lot of clips and I'm gonna to start to probably annoy people with this stuff. So I thought I'd do a podcast. I'm gonna give you shout outs to the people who ask questions. So if you see this again on there, please ask questions. We wanna, if you spend time asking the questions, we will spend time answering them. We don't take your time for granted here at the Ultimate Hockey Fan Cave. So what I'm going to do here is <clears throat> I have all the questions in front of me. I'm going to run through some of them quickly and try to shout out as many people as I can. A lot of the questions at times do overlap, like where do we get the sticks, what was the idea, as, and so forth. So I'm trying, going to try to make it as concise as possible. If you haven't yet, please make sure you check us out on every platform. We have Snapchat, we have YouTube, we do vlogs on YouTube, and we're trying to grow there, and we have... Instagram TV, Instagram, Facebook, all those type of platforms. But if you really do need to find out any more information about us or contact us, please check out ultimatehockeyfancave.com. Let me take my sip, sip of my beer here before we jump into the questions. All right. So these questions, I did not think you guys were going to be as specific as you were. I thought it was going to be kind of high level, but you guys are really good. Like what adhesive did we use? I love that type of stuff. Because um, a lot of times we don't have, on InstaStory, we don't have 15 seconds to jump into that. And I actually wasn't, I was quite surprised you guys are interested in those things. So I'm going to do my best to answer these as much as I can. And the questions I don't, can answer, uh, I'll confer with Ken on. But I think I've got a pretty good grasp on all those stuff. So here we go. Questions from Instagram from their new tool. <laughs> First one is, when can I come? If you guys haven't... This is from Cough124. I know he's out in New Jersey uh, from all the live streams. If you haven't yet, if you get to Victoria, please send us a DM. We'd love to host you. We do our best to try to accommodate people who are from out of town that want to check out the cave. We are averaging about probably one or two tours, that's what we call them, every couple weeks. Um, almost one a week now because people come to Victoria during the tour season and they want to check out the cave. We literally just had somebody the other day it was like a, it was, I think it was a great a family of five or six that uh, came uh, on a cruise ship. They docked in Victoria, and a whole five of them went to Butcher Gardens, a really kind of famous touristy gardens here in Victoria. And two of them came to the cave because that's what they wanted to do. So it's it's pretty cool to see that type of reach and the impact we're having on people. And uh, we're here for you guys just as much as we appreciate your support. We want to return that. So if you do get to Victoria, DM us and we'll try to accommodate you uh, for a tour. Uh, why did you want to build the cave? So this is going to be, uh, looking at the names here that I can see here, uh, T. T Tompkins 70, Rachel Lee 33, uh, and a few others if I come across them. Uh, thank you for your question. Why did you want to build the cave? What inspired you to start this start the cave uh, we actually did a when i did an interview with ken uh on one of the earlier podcast episodes i uh, we explained this story i'll do it in a very quick version but in uh in the backyard of the cave back in the day before the cave was even started uh ken and his family had a playhouse for his daughter his daughter had grown out of it and uh, at that point ken had been building hockey stick creations that 
would be slowly start to encroach on the house. Um, there was a World Junior Tournament around Christmas. There was a, uh, 11 guys in the playhouse watching on, I think, on like a 12-inch or 20-inch TV. And Tina, Ken's wife, the queen of the cave, as we call her, walked in and said, you got to build something bigger because it was so cramped, it was so tight, and all the hockey stick creations, the chairs, tables, were encroaching on the house. And one of Ken's friends heard that, and I think it was the next day uh, they plowed out the backyard and started flattening it and started to do it. So why did you want to build the cave? Part of it was needed the space, Ken's creations, and just the whole family, the Shaw family, are hockey fans and they need something to house it. One reason why is also is because is it's very expensive to go to Vancouver to see the games, to get off of Vancouver Island in Victoria here. It's expensive. Uh, it costs us about uh, $200 to $400 just to get off the ferry both ways, or to, get, to take the ferry to get off the island. Um, so to go to Vancouver game plus tickets and then you know, logistics of the ferries only run till nine o'clock. So if you see a 7.30 game on Saturday night, you can't get back, so you have to get a hotel. You know, if you were to get free tickets to the Canucks, it'd probably cost you about $1,000 to go see, uh, to use those tickets. So they're very expensive free tickets. That was one, one reason. So they decided to bring the game to them, build one of the best places to watch a game. And uh, I think they did that and it just continues to grow. Great question. Thank you to Rachel Lee, uh, T. Tompkins 70. Uh, when will the THL return? So the THL is the Tabletop Hockey League. This is from PuckGuy14. Uh, we did a season on Instagram, Insta Story. It was very rough, very uh, you know short. Um, it was a lot of fun. People loved it to the point now we have sponsorships. So if you do want to sponsor the next THL seasons, please let us know. All the money is going to help us fund writing up coffee table book about hockey stick creations and Ken's creations that will you know allow us to have money coming into the cave instead of just out and so the THL Tabletop Hockey League is four of us where we compete for a two foot tall replica Stanley Cup we play like a 32 game season we put it on live streams um, long story short to why the THL has been taking such a break is I have this vision that I think will make it go really big but I just need the right equipment the right equipment totals about $2,500 and it allows us to do a real good production value on the THL. So that's something I really want to do. I think people would really like it. Uh, really kind of take what we were doing, if you know what I'm talking about from the first season where we did post-game interviews, we did chuck-a-pucks, we did you know, gummy bear tosses, and pretty much anything the NHL did, we replicated on a very small tabletop hockey, 50-50 draws, and had fun with it, segments, and... Um, we want to do that to the next scale. We just need the right tech, tech and gear to support it. So that's why it's been on pause. Um, good question. Thank you, Puckguy14. It is coming soon. We're just trying to save our pennies to get uh, the type of equipment we need. So if you saw the, the post that I did or the Insta story with the picture, it was the giant king's chair. We call it the Game of Thrones chair. It's huge. It's the biggest chair, hockey stick chair Ken has made. This was made, I believe, just for its pure size no one had made this chair ken does, i don't think watches game of thrones but when i saw it i thought it represented the game of thrones chair very well so i call it the game of thrones he called it the king's chair it kind of looks like a throne so um the reason why he built it is probably just for the pure size it's not the most comfortable without cushions but it is really cool really big and everybody wants to sit in it thank you kb hockey seven what, um, ooh, very good question. What made each of you get into hockey? This is from Bomb Squad 82 What made us get into hockey? Um, I'll talk about Ken's story quickly and Landon's. 
So Ken grew up you know, through his father playing hockey, um, filled in as a goalie, and then pretty much played all of his way up to a junior A uh, Regina, R- Regina Pats uh, training camp. And then a few variables made him leave, so he uh, that was kind of uh, his hockey, but he had always been a diehard fan since and been a Chicago Hawks fan, Chicago Blackhawks fan since I think he was about 9 or 10. Got to meet Tony Esposito, and that's been his favorite player since. So we were able to get him to Chicago to see a game at United Center. That's one of my biggest achievements I'm most proud of for all the stuff that we've done at the Cave. Landon got into hockey because he had no choice. Ken registered Landon for hockey before he was even born. He wanted to make sure Landon didn't miss a registration, uh, so he got him into that. Landon just is a bigger hockey nut than Len. Uh, Ken and I probably combined. All the kid wants to do is play road hockey, play hockey. Um, he'd rather be out playing road hockey than playing NHL 18 on Xbox Live and all that stuff. So um, it's just in his blood. For me, I started playing. I played uh, hockey growing up but I only played about 12 13 and I was playing every other sport under the sun um, but I got into it from watching hockey night in Canada hitting a ball up against the wall hall hockey and that's kind of what got me got me into it and then I took a break and went and played another sport played that up to a collegiate led collegiate collegiate level collegiate university level all right and won a national championship there and then uh, near the end of that career I start, got a set of goalie gear, used goalie gear, and just fell back in love, and it was like putting a drug into my system and haven't stopped since. And then I met Ken in, in the cave, and it's just it's just been with such a natural fit. So that's a Cliff Notes version for uh, how what made us each of us get into hockey. Most of it was through being Canadian, being uh, my dad was into it, Ken and his father, Landon and Ken. So that's generally to the reason why we got wrapped into hockey Ooh, good question uh ainsley 173 how long does it typically take to make your hockey stick creations some of them take a long time some of them don't it's based on the complexity um is that using a recycled piece so if ken so some of the chairs you'll see like the bauer chair if you've seen that it's all bauer sticks that was a recycled piece that ken drove by on the side of the road and saw this chair there. He picked it up, took it home, and literally took off all the broken parts other than its frame and its structure and replaced it with Bauer hockey sticks. Um, he didn't have to build the, you know, arc, be an architect and try to make sure there was enough weight to support. He just, he just accessorized an already defined piece that somebody at some business had designed but had, you know, been chucked out. So that's what we always talk about is try not to build. If you're going to start small with your creations, but um, if you're going to try to do a computer chair or a hockey stick chair, find something that you can accent with hockey sticks. Don't try to build the, the frame and structure. Those ones take a lot longer. If you're accenting with hockey sticks, it's a lot easier and a lot faster. So um, it really depends on what you're doing. The floor took like three years to collect 700 plus hockey sticks. Some stuff I go up there and Ken's polished off like a whole brand new creation in a day. It really depends on the comp- complexity as well as how many sticks Ken has available. Since we've been showcasing this online, that number's diminished a bit, but we have a lot of people reaching out about how to do things, and we love to consult with you guys on this. So if you have any questions, let us know. Uh, I ask, I'm like the vehicle between you guys on creating creations and Ken. So if you have a question, 
shoot us a DM, shoot us, shoot us an email, and we'll do what we can to help you to try to build your own creations. Don't even think about sending us your sticks. They're crazy expensive to send. Uh, so keep your sticks. Try something small like a picture frame or something very easy and get used to it and repurpose your hockey sticks and save them from the landfill. Um, Aweb9494 says, where did you buy your replica Stanley Cup? So that's a long story. Um, Ken, if you have been following the cave, you'll know the wood Stanley Cup we have that has, about, I think, 90 NHL signatures from Bobby Orr, Gordy Howe, Jean Beliveau, Gretzky, and a whole bunch more. Um, that is the first wood prototype that led to the two-foot-tall replica ones that you're asking about buying their Aweb. And um, that is... You can get those to answer your question directly. You can get those by Googling uh, two-foot-tall replica Stanley Cup. I think Best Buy in Canada has them now. Uh, you can get them with Top Dog Collectibles, NHL.com. But uh, that wood, wood Stanley Cup signed by 90 NHLers is actually the very first prototype that led to getting licensed. So anytime you see one of those or you go to buy it, it actually started the Ultimate Hockey Fan Cave through Ken and through Landon. Um, it's a really cool story. I do not have enough time to go through that whole process, but um, I should get Ken to do a podcast on it one day because that would actually be an, an amazing one. So thank you for the idea. Great question. Uh, can you do an instructional video on how to build any of your creations? That's from Slotty underscore zero four. I've been reaping on Ken just wanting to do this. Step one, step two. Um, the hard part about this is usually when Ken's creating, I'm not around to document it. Ken, you know, is trial and error his process. It's not always like step one, do this, step two, step two. So it's like, I'll try this, try this, try this. And so it's really hard to document when it's so dynamic like that. It's not a, it's not a you know, follow step one, follow step two. But um, we do have a concept in mind that might be able to be kind of a hybrid that would give you guys some insight on how to build them. I have an idea in my head. The hardest part for us is we have other careers uh, if we had making income from the Ultimate Hockey Fan Cave and we could do this full time, absolutely yes, we would definitely do what we could to help you guys have an instructional video tutorial, tutorial or something like that where you could learn how to take your hockey sticks and build something cool out of them. Um, just until we have that time, the answer is, you know, that's on pause, but we will consult. Um, another question about made you want to start, so I answered that before, uh, mainly because we had a whole bunch of creations encroaching on the house and the playhouse and and uh you guys if you've got this far you you probably listened to it before um who had the idea of the cave short story uh was tina ken's wife that was from romano underscore 23 how long did the whole project take and that's from hockey nation 76 so from this time it started from an idea building to pretty much when we put it online which i think was I think the website went live August 21st, 2015. I think it took about almost three years to say it was complete. When I first came up to the cave, it was about 95% done. There was no ceiling, but um, the creations, uh, the design, all that stuff had happened. That uh, had been done. That all happened before I even met Ken. So uh, about two to three years is what they say, but they picked away at it on weekends and evenings. Ken likes to tell people he doesn't hunt fish or do anything else. This is what he likes to do. He gets an idea, he gets the hockey sticks, and he builds it and uh, adds to the cave. So I'm just help him document that and all the cool stuff he does. Um, I answered this question on the Insta story, would, but uh, I'll just repeat it quickly. Would you be able to 
make stuff, uh, make people stuff, and if so, how much from and for how much? We don't. We we do not sell the creations. We do make them for people. Ken gets attached to them and wants them for the cave. There's accounts out there. Make sure you go check out sticks, sticks and bits. I think there's underscores between those three words. And uh, she does sell it. She's from the UK, but she has some cool creations. We've worked with her uh, before. So um, if you do want to get hockey stick creations, go check out Stick and Bits. Uh, open to the public? Yes, we're open to the public. Absolutely. Ben, that's from Benny Griffin. We want to have you guys over. We do our best. I do my best, Ken, too, to share it to people in person as well as online. Hockey's for everybody. The cave is for everybody. So we want to make sure we try to showcase that and give everybody a cool experience, whether you're sitting on the other side of a live stream or you're actually in person. Um, we did an episode of the podcast on this question from Dylan Sanders, and a few other people have this have asked this, but where'd you get all your hockey sticks? Um, if you want a more detailed version, go check out, the, I think it's the second or third episode, maybe in the first. Um, we got them from Rinks. People, uh, Ken built some good relationships with people at Rinks, telling them what he was doing, showing pictures of the tables, and these things were just ended up in the landfill. So these Rinks and like beer leaguers like myself and teams started collecting them for him and like actually putting a Ken's pile uh, of these sticks f that they found on benches for Ken and they would text him or call him and say come get them so it was about relationship building and making sure that you know you paid it forward and bring them coffee and say thank you and then you know next time every time I, you, the goal is is to have every time a stick break have the people at the rink think of you so do what you need to do to do that um, how many sticks do you have have you used in total Ken and I kind of go back and forth on this all the time kind of trying to figure it out but he keeps creating he doesn't stop so we projected about 5,000 but I think now we're probably between six and seven thousand he's done some really cool stuff lately uh, that's taken quite a bit of sticks so I'd say yeah I'd say six thousand is a good answer to that and that's from black Knights 10 uh, s Taylor 1132 asked about the idea for the cave I've mentioned that why did we make it pretty much to house our hockey passion hockey was expensive to go to in vancouver and um it just allowed friendly uh, friends and family one common space as well as the hockey community one common space to get together and celebrate the sport of hockey in its entirety um someone says why are you so so perfect uh thank you america for the win that's a very nice comment is the cave free to enter yes cloudy eight i say it's free if you do want to bring any alcohol you know if you're coming with your parents or you're old enough to drink um, bring your own beer and and have a good time get home safe that's kind of the only thing we have just because um we want to make sure that um ken's not legally there's a whole bunch of legal stuff around it so we just say bring your own stuff and figure out your own ride home um do you polish the sticks to make them smooth uh anthony arch 22 no you know what's actually it's a great question um but the thing that actually makes them really smooth and shiny is beer anytime someone spills beer or spills something in the cave because like remember these sticks are coated they're built for abuse on the ice like slashes and water and ice and all that type of stuff these things can handle a lot and we found like just with any type of liquid especially beer when it gets spilt or poured on it or something they actually look pretty good so i wouldn't recommend going out and buying beer and using it as a polish but from our experience you know glass half full well, it's kind of a pun in itself ken would enjoy it but a glass half full when the beer spills on the floor uh it helps make it shiny you can probably get some i'm not sure what like any type of polish to make them shiny but we do we don't 
Um, how'd you get all the sticks? See a little bit of the earlier podcast or other episodes. Same, that's from uh, Giuliano16. Sorry if I butcher any of these names. Barube31, same thing about the sticks. Do you have drawn plans for people who would like to build furniture? Grimace <clears throat> GT182. No. Like I mentioned, I think earlier about someone asking about an instructional video, uh, there's no step one, step two regards to even the video capturing. So capturing can do in step one, step two, but there's no write out a blueprint, write out a plan. It's literally Ken just kind of wings it and has learned all this stuff over the years through trial and error and just his job. And um, so no, we don't have any blueprints to share for like a hockey stick chair, unfortunately. Uh, I think there is somebody out there. I looked into this a long time ago. Give it a Google Grimace. And uh, you can probably find someone out there that has some sort of blueprints for it. Uh, Joven Johal, uh, what made us start start making the cave? Just Ken started making hockey stick creations that went into the house. But um, what made it kind of what made Ken start making the creations? He just saw, kind of saw all these sticks going to waste, and you know he's a very creative individual. He gets a lot of great ideas. And he had the know-how, so he just, the first thing he built was actually a case for a big stereo speaker back in the 90s, those big, big ones, not the ones you see now, but like the big ones that uh, Landon's team could wheel into the dressing room and use it for pump-up music. So that's the first ever creation he made, and it just kind of just kept rolling from there because there were so many sticks available. Um, Okay, this is from Josh M4. I answered this on the Insta story. What glue do you use? And that is a great question because the adhesive, the stuff Ken generally uses, each creation may call for a different type. But the one I always hear him talk about, the one that comes up about keeping the sticks together for these creations is called PL3 times or PL300. Sometimes he says that to me. It's an adhesive that you can get at a local, you know, Home Depot. Uh, those type of stores you can get Um, you don't have to be looking for something industrial Um, and then Carter Buckham 19 says you lit Um, thank you guys very much for your questions there's um, I have no doubt this is pretty early in the 24 hours of the story to do it but I had a few moments here while I'm actually watching my baby on the baby monitor uh, sleep so I wanted to get this done while I could because I'm not guaranteed free time Uh, with a three and a half month old so thank you very much for your time the questions if you have more please let us know Um, we appreciate your support and make sure you guys go check out ultimatehockeyfancave.com all we ask is for you guys to try to subscribe on any of our content we spend a lot of time putting this stuff together we enjoy doing it but if you guys enjoy it too please try to support us just with like comment subscribe that's all we can ask for Um, i don't know when we're going to do a next one i got a few people i've got to interview Uh, including some of our followers. So please stay tuned to the next podcast. Leave a rate it, whatever you like. Don't even have to be five stars. Just leave a rating. Thank you so much for spending time with me here on a Tuesday night. We'll see you next time from Cave Talk.